Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show.
It is showtime, folks. Just like that old-timey guy screamed in our faces. Welcome to yet another harrowing installment of the Next Real Saturday matinee. And that can only mean one thing. That's right, a bunch of things. Three members of the beloved and harrowing <laughs> Next Real team are about to dive deep on this early Saturday morning. Oh, so early. We're going to chat about news, reviews, new trailers, play a game I designed that will almost certainly not work well, and finally engage in the hotly debated and harrowing weekly list challenge. I'm Tommy Metz third, a.k.a. Tommy Hansen a.k.a. the King of Diminishing Returns. And with me today is a podcaster whose heart and mind is as deep and vast as his first name. Please welcome Ocean Big Action Murph. Thank you very much for that rousing introduction, and I hope to not disappoint in yet in this episode. So far, so good. And in this corner, someone who I have been dying to podcast with. This is our first time together, but I can already tell we'll be best friends forever, and we'll probably end up on a rafting trip this summer. Please welcome Chrissy. I don't have a nickname for you yet, Lens. Well, I, you know, I endeavor to earn a nickname and to go rafting. All of those things. I am excited for and willing to embrace. I usually, you need a podcast name, but also a rafting trip nickname. Those two things have to be separate because otherwise we'll we'll be very confused. It does, it gets confusing. Uh, Hi, best friends. How are you guys this week? So good. Oh, I'm doing so good. Doing, yeah, doing <laughs> so good. good. Doing well. Just uh, not convincing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's so horrible. It is sunny here, and so yeah. that's just you know that just really just brings me down. Yep. I really I really miss the uh, joys of ex- experiences of rain and snow, and when you can't go outside and do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but now that you can go outside, then that means I hey, I'm watching less movies and actually spending time in fresh air. Yeah, so. gross. It's, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just I don't horrible. care for that. Uh, Chrissy, yeah. how about you? Doing great. Um, yeah, it's like spring break time here in the Valley of the Sun. So uh, uh, rather than going outside with all the others, I am staying inside and just watching things. Perfect. What have you been watching as of late, if you want to share anything? I have been watching Father Brown. What? Obsessively. What? It's a. <laughs> what is that? This is a it, show you're making currently? It, <laughs> it is a cozy British mystery oh. uh, that stars Mark Williams, uh, aka Arthur Weasley, as a oh, um, wow. a priest in a very small village in England, uh, and he, of course, every week solves a murder. Um, it sounds murder. He wrote ish. Is it kind of like exactly. that show? So it's comforting. Murder. He. Um, absolved of their their sins (laughs) it It was a very catchy title it's great where do you watch it on i watch it on britbox through amazon okay um and is it like a procedural like can anyone just dive in if you want to do it or do you need to have watched it from the beginning oh no no jump in literally at any point watch them out of order it doesn't matter he's a priest (laughs) Small village. Uh, like uh, what I love about it partially is that people come and go too. So there's all these characters, but you're like, oh, what happened to the adorable young heiress? Oh, she's not here for a couple episodes. Oh, okay. Where's the uh, Got it. sort of roguish chauffeur? Oh, he, he'll be here for the next three, but then gone for the next two after that. So Okay, that's fine. What, what is the police situation in this town? Why is the priest in charge of crime? They have one... Uh, like invest lead investigator and one constable sergeant and the uh you know of course the lead investigator is just so fed up with father brown and his constant meddling oh got it <laughs> that sounds Does he have a pet dog oh answer the question 
There's question. no pet dogs. Oh, as far as I okay. know, there are very few pets in the village of Kembleford whatsoever. Um, okay. But of course, <laughs> you know, the, the inspector is always like quick to arrest anyone. You're, you're under arrest. You're under arrest. Everyone's yeah. under arrest. And Father <laughs> Brown is always like, well, let's investigate. Like maybe yeah. there are clues. Does he have any kind of Columbo like one last thing? Does he have any kind of a phrase that he uses? Mm, I would say it's mostly that when he discovers who the murderer is before he goes about the business of like turning them in and like, you know, seeing them arrested. He's always yeah. like, do you want to ask God for forgiveness? Just real quick. Oh, that's um, nice. <laughs> I will help you out in that way. Yeah. I mean, like, as in like on your way to death row. Right. Um, yeah. Would you like for me to be your priest? God will forgive you. The constable will not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So how... So this is, this show has a murder every week, mm -hmm. then. Yeah. Is that correct? So is this a terrible it's a town? Small town. <laughs> Teeny town. And everything, so town. everything's within five minutes of that town. It's like Cabot Cove and Murder, She Wrote. You know, like, mm -hmm. whenever, if they go to a circus and there's a death at the circus, the circus is still within the jurisdiction of the one inspector and the one constable. Like, they're nowhere they go is, like, outside of that jurisdiction. Why do people still live there? <laughs> the town sounds like a nightmare town. <laughs> There's one yeah. one cop, a chauffeur, and everyone's dying. <laughs> yeah. Well, mostly you're dying. Like, you wouldn't want to visit there. Like, you can live there, and you'll probably be okay. But if you're like, uh, I'm, I'm the uh, mayor of a town visiting to see what your town is like. Oh, is it mostly visitors that are not making it through? Oh, that yeah. makes me feel better. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. So it's like an it's like an exclusive club. We just kill people we don't like and <laughs> come here. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Ocean, what about you? Yeah. I know you've been looking at straight um, at the sun or something you said earlier. Exactly, staring at the sun. Yeah, so uh, from a TV standpoint, I've, I've been watching, I started watching Sever uh, Severance, uh, <sighs> which is an interesting show. How is it? That's the one on Apple it's, TV with... It's, it's on Apple TV. Adam Scott? And... and he, Yes, okay, go ahead. Yes, absolutely. Adam Scott. So it, it is it, the premise is great, and I really enjoy that. But here's the thing about the show: it's really slow moving, and it kind of it plods along a bit of what it's what it's doing. And what I find that bothers me about it is I'm not really sure if I like this show, but I constantly want to know what happens next. And so I'm still oh, watching this show, even though I don't know if I like it. So then it's almost as if I feel that someone is making me watch it, but I realize that that someone is me. <laughs> and so this is, this is a lot of confusion that goes on in my mind about like, why am I watching this show that I don't know for sure if I like or not, even though the premise is good and the way each episode ends, the cliffhangers are, are really good. But um, but as far as movies, that, the show that I really liked, The After Party. If you haven't seen The After Party, that's on Apple TV as well. The After Party was great. I'm waiting. Each episode is very different. Severance isn't over yet, right? No, it is not. My plan is to wait till Severance yeah. is over and then try to get a free trial or something and watch both of those binge shows. Because I'm very yeah, excited. Yeah, Severance looks it is it is a it is a definitely a binge show. Like uh, so, we stopped watching it about four episodes in, and then just kind of wait so that way when we when we pick it up again, we can have a couple episodes. Oh. Um, you know, because it is very much at the end of each episode, you do want to know what's going to happen next. So, what is the premise? Like, I've seen the ads where his head is open and he's like at a little desk in his brain, but that yes. doesn't give you much of a clue. What? Okay, yeah. So, so the <laughs> so what did she just say? <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a little man. 
person that lives in his head. No. So the the the, the premise of severance is that uh, the employees of this company have volunteered for a pro- to undergo a procedure that will uh, sever the memories in their brain, meaning that they will have if they go when they go to work, basically a ding, for lack of a better term, goes off in their head, and then they have no memories of anything outside of work. Oh, they only remember they only remember they all their memories and everything is just what happens at work, and then when they leave work, they go through another <laughs> elevator with a ding, and then they have no memories of work. They only mem- have memories of their outside life. And, and then there's the juxtaposition cool. of, you know, what's going on with their lives with that. And then, uh, you know, kind of, you know, there's parts of it, of course, of where it's like, is everybody at work truly severed? Right. Or are some people not? Because it's, it's only, you're only severed on a specific floor. So in the building, there are people that aren't severed. But if you go to the floor of where the main characters all work and reside, they are severed. And, they're, and, and since you see, especially Adam Scott, the star, in both at work and away from work, there's differences in his personality, differences in, like, you know, huh. what they... How he acts, his mannerisms, his voice, it talks, everything, it's it's different. And then also sometimes the characters, you know, this doesn't wreck anything, but some, some of the characters every now and again will interact with that, that work together, can interact outside of work, but they don't know each other. Oh, because wow. they only know Bananas. each other from work. They only know each other from work. And but they yeah, and so so they can walk by each other in the street and everything, and they have no idea <laughs> that they work together every day, all day. And and you know, and they because even when they when you meet your coworkers, you only meet them on the severed floor. Mm-hmm. So, right. so you have no frame of reference for them from anything else. And so mm-hmm. that's the, that's the, uh, that's the premise of severance. I that would be in so much trouble because awesome. I would leave my keys. I would leave my keys. I would leave my phone. <laughs> and then I would get out of there and be like, did I ever have a phone? What? Do I own a car? I don't know. Like, I would have, have I never locked time. anything in my life? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Did I ever own a, a hydro flask? I, can't, I don't know. Yes. Yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of interesting things about it. And one of the more interesting things that, that they deal with is like, so one of the characters that is severed while working uh, doesn't want to still work there. And then, and then and is trying to get out, but can never get out because whenever that character leaves, the other, you know, basically their severed self brings them back to work, you know, and keeps bringing them back. And then, and then some of the other characters were explaining to that one, well, you recognize if you ever quit here, effectively for you, you've died. Because all your entire life and your entire existence is on this floor. So you can't, if you were to quit, you're actually killing yourself. Wow. Do you know who's behind it? Who created this? Oh, it seems like a very Charlie Kaufman sort of. Yes. Yes. Very much so. Vibe. But I, mean, I don't. Yes. I don't know that that's who it is, but that's what it sounds like to me. Let's just say it's Charlie Kaufman. I, I like that. I like that idea. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it is. Is it's an interesting. It is an interesting story. Interesting premise. It's uh oh. Uh, Dan Erickson is the creator. Oh, I know Dan. And okay. Well, I don't. I don't know who Dan is. I don't either. So I was going to look. Okay, I was going to look up some other stuff yeah. that Dan Eric has done. Yeah, Although it looks do. like he's known for. Oh, apparently Dan Erickson created Severance, and that is what <laughs> oh, he's created. Oh, that's what I know him from. Oh, Severance. yeah, you oh. know him from you know him from Severance. Oh, Dan, yeah. that's what he Erickson. Yes, yeah. yeah. this is yeah, the guy yeah, from yeah. Severance. Severance. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 from Severance, and that, that's 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 about it. So he has his uh, his first idea so far is a good one. Yeah. The there is one thing. Oh, 
I also don't know how transitions work. There is one thing that I wanted to bring up because Uncle Pete brought it up to me and I thought it was very interesting. Have you guys heard about, well, you know, Batman, Batman broke all the box office records and stuff and it's doing incredibly well. It did extremely (laughs) well. And why I'm bringing it up is because we, Ocean and I and Pete did it on the film board recently. Yeah. Um, And what has become... Apparent is that AMC did something called variable pricing on it. They just tagged on an extra dollar because they were like, this is going to, everyone's going to come see this. And they told everybody about it and it didn't matter. But I did some digging. Did you know that Regal and Regency also did it and didn't tell anybody and also did it for Spider-Man No Way Home or whatever the last one was, didn't tell anybody and nobody noticed. (laughs) I wouldn't have noticed. I I don't think I would have noticed. noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Variable pricing. They've wanted to do this for forever, but everyone was like, no, you're going to start a revolt. Um, But nope. Apparently Batman and Spider-Man is variable pricing a free zone. Do you guys, does that bother you at all? The idea of having certain movies just cost more because they say so? Not in the least, because I think that the the inverse may then also occur where certain movies will then start costing less. Uh, you, you know, you don't have, you know, it'll, it'll, I think it I think it gives you the potential for movie studios and really movie theaters to help recoup some of their costs by charging more for a Batman. Because let's face it, it was Batman. They could have added an extra $15. I'm still paying to watch it because it's Batman. <laughs> um, you, you know, so, you know, so they, so they can get more money there, but then they can also, if they want to, uh, cut back on like, you know, regular drugs dramas like uh oh what was it that the ben- benedict cumberbatch year of the dog yeah, yeah. whatever it is mm-hmm. power of the dog right? yeah so like that that one you know it maybe you're not as willing to pay as much to see that in theater so if that one is less then it might bring more people into the theater experience to see it and not just wait for streaming because i think that these the big blockbuster movies are a little bit i don't, don't want to say impervious but basically impervious to the streaming problem because they're big and like in the movie theater it's a vastly different experience but if if I'm watching a drama, you know, watching a drama in the movie theater, watching drama on the screen, I'm not necessarily getting a, a wildly different experience. So I would not necessarily pay as much for it. But if that was a cheaper ticket, maybe it'd be a nice night out and I would do that or something like that. So I think that it's, it's a good idea and, and probably something that, you know, they definitely should have done a while ago and definitely should try to keep doing now to, to recoup some of the, the money that you're making, you know, getting from these, you know, from these big blockbuster movies. Having the poles be poles. Yeah. Really? Exactly. Not just in exactly. That's a great, I like that outlook. That outlook makes me happy. I, yeah. I think I was just like, yeah. don't. But I didn't care because yeah. I didn't notice either. So it's like fake anger. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey, yeah, it, it shouldn't be wildly different, but you know, they should definitely be able to charge more. And also they're going to need to because uh, Warner Brothers also um, as, as what are they delaying now Flash and Aquaman too? Because, you know, they basically DC has all these great characters, but they can't figure out how to make money with movies with them, which is still just baffling to me. <laughs> you know, why, why Marvel keeps eating their lunch with this? Mm-hmm. Because they, I mean, DC has the better, bigger characters, but they still... They still can't make they can't make money out of it. Whereas, whereas the MCU can. Chrissy's not too sure about your takedown of the. <laughs> oh, she's sure. Uh. Uh, so like, let me. How about this, Chrissy? I'll, I'll explain my argument this way. And this is why I say they have the bigger, better characters. The bigger, better characters in that. If you say we're going to make a movie about Wonder Woman, I don't have to explain to almost anybody who Wonder Woman is, right? You have, you've lived under a rock if you didn't know who that was. But I, I, I guarantee you, there were lots of people. They said, "Hey, we're going to make Ant Man." People were like, "Who?" 
Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. or, or even 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 Iron Man. A lot of people will be like, "Who's Iron Man?" You know. What I mean, yes, you know who Captain America is. Yes, you know who Thor is. We don't necessarily know who Iron Man is. Black Widow. I mean, Hulk. You know from the television show. You know, and so these 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 Avengers and Marvel characters are great and wonderful and interesting and very complex, amazing characters. But as far as like you know, p- the characters that are well known, I say names. think of a superhero household names. Yeah, Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, and, and Aquaman, and to a lesser degree, the Flash are coming up, up on everybody's on everybody's list. People know who that is, and so the fact that DC or Warner Brothers are are failing so miserably at not being able to get these movies out to people to just basically collect. Brink trucks full of money yeah. is really kind of a, a sad state of affairs for them, and, and 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 that they should really just try to hire everybody from Marvel Studios over to so they can figure out how to fix this mess. I agree with that part for sure. Yes, fix the mess. I want to see those characters in a fun movie, um, and I'll give you my extra dollar. Like those of us who are the types who who will be at the movie the first week that it's out, you know, hell or high water, get our extra dollar. I'll give it to you. Like, take it, you know, and keep making those movies. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to watch the film. I'm just going to drop off a dollar. Just, here's a dollar. Thank you for your service. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that people would like to bring up? Otherwise, we can slide into trailers. Mm. All right. Cue the slide into oh, trailer song. Chrissy, go. Yeah, I don't know. Trailers. I'm loving it. It sounds a little bit like a McDonald's commercial. A little bit. I got hungry. It's not. Yeah. Great. You added the word. I I believe I heard you did change one note, and therefore it is an original song. That's right. Um, I got in there first with the vaguest, <laughs> weirdest trailer possible, and then I watched your trailers and got jealous because your trailers are a lot better than mine. But <laughs> that's the Tommy Handsome promise. My trailer was, you won't be alone? <laughs> I don't know why I made it a question. (laughs) (laughs) I picked this because for two reasons. Number one, it reminded me of The Witch or The Vivitch, which I desperately love. I think that movie is just... Uh, magic and I've owned it and I've watched it a zillion times and also I like the fact that this movie hold on I wrote it down is described as haunting transcendent and erotic because that's also how I feel about myself and so I'm very excited to see this movie what did you guys think oh yeah I was just gonna say those are the words haunting and transcendent and and erotic Yeah, exhausting. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Did I say erotic? I meant exhausting. That's how I. That's how I describe myself. It. Uh, it definitely had witch witch vibes. That's mm-hmm. that's exactly what I would compare it to. Which is like confusing, scary, hot, mm. right? A little bit there. Shameful. I don't yep. know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's folk. Well, I think they call it folk horror. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, when I was watching the trailer, I 
I, I, I really thought of you a lot, Tommy, and said, "Hey, this is this is a movie that Tommy would really, really? like." And so, yeah, that's the. You, you, I, I was like, "This is definitely in your wheelhouse." This looks like you know, it's it's a. It was a horror movie that you'd have to read, which which I which I I, I like that. You know, you're gonna you know, class it up a bit, make, you know, make it as a reader as well. Um, but I, I found that you know, for me, in my, in my personal taste, I was like, well. I think I would enjoy watching Tommy watch this movie, then watch it myself. So I, I'm really just going to wait for you to tell me mm. all about the movie, and I feel that that'll be the more entertaining way for me personally to, to go about yeah. uh, enjoying this. Enjoying this, but yeah, it was it was definitely something that I, I understood. If you if you are a fan of horror movies, I think this is a really looks like a really good one. Yeah, I, I'm ju- I'm just yeah I'm. I'm it's I'm, not your bag. It's not your bag. What? Yeah, I'm a show for big budget movies. What if the Flash was in it? If the Flash was in it, there uh, there would be a little bit somewhat, but then I'd be wondering why the Flash was fighting with the witch. Now, if you threw Batman in there, again... You just Batman want Batman makes, to be in everything. Every, he makes every movie better. So, yeah. So, if you Batman, the Flash, you know what? Or or you could throw, throw in some Aquaman. I think Jason Momoa would, you know, give, give, us, a, give us some humorous moments. Or I'm gonna, this movie oh. just costs less. Like, you just, like, you go to the theater and expect to pay $10, and they're like, no, 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 this one's six. And you're like, oh, all right. Yeah, (laughs) I'm going to make up a game at some point where I'm going to come up with a list of movies that if Batman was in it, it wouldn't be better. Okay, and I'm going to challenge exist. Number one on on Golden Pond. Uh, Absolutely, someone has to come and you know straighten out those uh, those wayward kids. You did it. All right. (laughs) Yeah, you don't know what on Golden Pond is. I've never seen Golden Pond. Okay. I was going to follow up with the Milagro Beanfield War, but I will just keep moving on. Uh, So, Ocean, you got in with your uh, trailer second. Please take it away. Yes. Okay. My trailer, the synopsis of this movie is a well-to-do husband who allows his wife to have affairs in order to avoid a divorce becomes a prime suspect in the disappearance of her lovers. This movie is entitled Deep Water. That's good. Why is mom so different around other people? I think this is who she is. You love me? Of course. You're not born. No. The fact that she's comfortable flaunting all these relationships around all of us, you're better than that. She's different. That's what I like about her. I just want to feel joy in my life. You want to tell me why you didn't come home last night? Not really. This isn't a game, Melinda. It's always been a game. So I, uh, when I saw this trailer, uh, the first thing I saw in the trailer, I saw was Ben Affleck, and I, I, I like Ben Affleck, um, and so I was like, well, I already like, you know, th- just seeing him in it alone drew my interest, and then uh, so the saw him talking to Anna de Armas, who was uh, the only part of No Time to Die that I liked, because that James right. Bond movie was just bad in so many ways. But anyway, she was great, and so just seeing the two of them, and then looking at the overall, the, you know, kind of what the trailer does, how it teases you. Uh, not only it really doesn't fully explain that synopsis, mm-hmm. right? It just kind of teaches you, gives you the premise of what's there without really spoiling the movie. So I thought it was a good trailer for that. It looked very interesting. And then when I looked up, I saw that this was being directed by Adrian Lynn, 
who also directed Fatal Attraction, Indecent Proposal, Jacob's Ladder, and Unfaithful. Mm -hmm. So I'm not exactly sure what his theme is with all these type of movies, but this definitely looks like it would be one of his jams. And so so I thought that those movies were interesting of this type of, you know, uh, kind of a mystery. I don't know, some mystery, someone who done it, someone you're not really sure how it's going to go or end. And I thought that this looked like another uh, another entry, potentially in something that would be entertaining and a movie that I could watch without hopefully figuring it out, you know, 30 minutes in. So, so what did you guys think? Chrissy? I thought it definitely had that, like, that, like, sexy thriller vibe yep. that was, like, it was kind of everywhere in the 90s and, like, the early aughts. And then we haven't, like, seen anything really that, like, the ones that you mentioned that he also directed that's, like, oh, okay, like, that is synonymous with sexy thriller, um, spurned person. Like what is the relationship status? I thought it was great. And, you know, like Ben Affleck really looks like sort of an everyday dude in the trailer. Of course, Anna Diarmas is pain, you mean painfully an, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like an everyday, everyday dude who's, you know, really good looking and, and, and big and yeah, I has, mean, has the, He's a, that's, that's, that's a good looking man right there. I mean, sorry, sorry. But he can scruff up. Like he'll scruff right. up and like put on an, an ill-fitting t-shirt and you're just like, yeah, that's that's mm. my friend Becky's dad. Yeah, I got to glam up <laughs> to get to his scruff up. So, like, I agree with Chrissy though. Sorry, he does ahead. have that look where it's like, did you always just wake up? <laughs> like he always yeah. seems a little bit like that. But Chrissy, I couldn't agree with you more. The first thing that struck me was, oh, right. Those kind of movies. We, we they were all over the place, and then I guess Joe Esterhaas was that his name? He uh, he was the one that wrote a bunch of those like Fatal Attraction and stuff. He was famous for uh, destroying the writers' market because he was selling. He was getting like five million dollar deals off of notes he wrote on a napkin, and then the bubble burst and everything fell apart. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, no, it seems we are totally ready for that type of film again and you know we got a little bit close maybe with something like Gone Girl but David yeah. Fincher is so cold I love David Fincher but he's such a cold director that it didn't have that kind of feeling to it so yeah I'm all in for this I think this looks great so good pick and like comparing it to Gone Girl where like both Ben Affleck as yep. a sort of everyday guy in that one he feels like I mean he's a great actor but even even in the previews for Gone Girl you're like that's a sleazy dude <laughs> in the previews for this you're kind of like oh I feel bad for him. He seems like a genuine guy right. who's just like caught up in something. Right. Who just seems to be watching his wife sleep with everyone. <laughs> it seems very yeah, exactly. confusing. Yeah. Uh, or, or he's or, or he's not a genuine guy. Oh, boy, oh boy. God, boy. All right. And now Chrissy coming in third. What you got for us? Uh, the girl from Plainville. Conrad's dead. Who's Conrad? Michelle Cotter, 17 year old girl. Texts her friends for three days telling them her boyfriend's missing. But this girl knew he wasn't missing. She was in contact with him the whole time. Right up until he killed himself. Just texts. Due respect. Those are messed up texts. I think she was telling him to do it. Encouraging him. I keep finding things out about him. It's like I didn't even know him. 
It means so much to see you all here for Conrad. Strange that I'm so close to him and we never met. What do you think dying is like? Just like floating on water. They've opened an investigation into your connection with the death of Conrad Roy. But I didn't do anything wrong. There are text messages, thousands of them. Which is a Hulu series um, that's going to uh, kick off in, I think, April, I think March 29th. Oh, right. We're supposed to do dates. You won't be alone. It'll come out at some point. So will Deep Water. Go ahead, Chrissy. It's a boy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this one is, it's, so it's streaming. It's a it's a series. I think the first three episodes come out on the 29th, and then it's like one a week after that. Um, and it is based on the true, a real true crime case that happened in real life and was like prosecuted in real life and just like was was baffling to everybody and so this is the i guess fictionalization of it uh it stars Elle fanning as a girl oh who, that's who that was right yeah. i knew i recognized her okay go ahead isn't she great i love yeah. Elle fanning like i think she can do anything she's just she's cute but also there's like a, a bit of power and menace under her like i love her yep. in the great yeah um and it's this it's the story of like the true crime story is that a girl seemingly texted a boy into killing himself and then the her question boyfriend is, right her her pot maybe her boyfriend, sort of boyfriend yes. yeah um and you know then the question is like is she guilty of anything what re- what degree of responsibility does she have who else should have been maybe in this equation checking up on anything and so um it, it's probably going to be really like sad and yeah. dark yep <laughs> she says with a smile. <laughs> it's really going to be the "You Won't Be Alone" of Hulu series. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's you know it's I, it has like I don't know. It's hard to say because it is a real true crime case. But um, have you guys seen the the thing about Pam, which is a Dateline series? Do you have any I idea know. What I'm talking about? I know of it. The television show. It is. It uh, is now a television a, show. Um, yes. But it and it's a fictionalized uh, one with Renee Zellweger. But it was a podcast, and it is a true crime story of like real life murders that happened. And so I watched a little bit of the of the Hulu series, and it, it's comical. Like they're they're playing it all for like a wink and a laugh. Hmm. And so I'm concerned that this this story is going to do a little bit of that because it is so bizarre what happened um but it worries me at the same time because this is like a real person who died right it didn't look like this was playing it for laughs it looks like it was playing it for really like who is culpable who is to blame and stuff which is the real life case is sadly fascinating so i'm glad you put this on our list thank you for that and there's a documentary as well okay we're on hbo Yes, no, I I really I really enjoyed this trailer. I like the um the the I, I really like the idea, the premise of the story. And also it, it kind of it dovetails into you know things that I've when this came out, I didn't I don't know that I followed the news for this specific story, but there were things like this where, you know, when uh teenagers are committing suicide and then they're blaming it on other teenagers who are texting them and telling them to kill them, you should kill yourself and all those other things, and then you know, then my kids come home from school explained to me all these things that they had to be talked to about this topic mm. when I was like, oh, okay, apparently this is happening in the real world. And so, um, you know, so there's aspects of it where I find interesting because the question of, you know, A, who is culpable, but also B, what it says about, um, you know, and I'm curious about this, what it would say about suicide, right? In that, is it, 
is suicide, and that is kind of a changes, you know, the, the hopefully the question they address in this too is like, well, what are we saying as a society about suicide? Are we saying that that is potentially a normal reaction to, you know, to verb, to verbal either attacks or verbal exchange? Is is that normal, or is it that you, if you're going to commit suicide, that it should be? categorizes a much more horrible thing that there must be more than just someone telling you, Hey, you should do this. And so, mm-hmm. and, and the way this, the way this is set up, it's, it's, and I like that it's a series and not a movie because I think it'll give it more opportunity to breathe and basically be able to show things from different perspectives. Cause everyone's going to have a different perspective. The parents are going to be a wildly different mm-hmm. perspective and they're going to have time for that story to grow in this as well. So I actually look forward to watching it. Excellent. We're all trailer champions. Moving on, do you guys want to try a game? Oh yes. boy, oh boy. Yes. Okay, yeah. so this game is one that I wrote, so good luck, everybody. <laughs> uh, it's called Happy Endings, and we're going to do it Family Feud style, in that one of you is going to make it so you can't hear anything, and I'm going to quiz one of you uh, for uh, 120 se- Oh, I should tell you what the game is. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> what it is, is it's a list of 16. Why 16? We'll never know. I think I just got tired of looking them up. Of the final line or lines of movies. And they range from very obvious to probably thinkers. Um, and so I want to do it with one of you, and we'll see how many you can get in... Let's do 120 seconds. I could have said two minutes. And then the other one can stay on. The other person will come on and you'll see who gets the most. And then if there are ones that you neither of you can get, you guys can team up and I'll give you more clues and stuff. Does that make sort of sense? Absolutely. Clear as, clear as mud. Clear as mud. Okay, so let me first get a timer ready because that's what I always forget to do. Who would like to go first? Oh, oh, ladies first. All right. So, oh, oh, for, no. for sure. <laughs> okay. For sure. Ladies, ladies first. So, Ocean. So, so, I'll just put um, yourself in the booth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the isolation I'll put, booth. I'll put, I'll, I'll put myself in, in my own personal cone of silence. Yes. And then, or, and then just look for this. Will silence. be the high sign. Okay. Isn't that clever? Or, Yes, it is. Or Fortress of Solitude. No. Because, and everybody knows what that is because Superman's a big fan. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. So do you understand the rules as they have been described? Sure. And, I, you know, I'm excited to go first. I like to set a low bar and uh, set other people <laughs> up for success. So I'm excited for Ocean to be way better at this than me. And if you want, you can always pass and then I'll come back to ones. Oh, okay. That if is you're if stuff. you're like that has no possible chance that I will ever get that, just say pass, and then we can come back. Valuable information. All right, and they're really in no particular order, and I don't know. Here we go. You ready? Yep. Okay, so I have to look at my sheet, so I can't look at you. Here we okay. go. And begin, and like that, he's gone. He's gone. Uh, the usual suspects. Correct. Roads, where we're we're going, going, we we won't need roads. That is Back to the Future. Correct. One thing about living in Santa Carla, I could never stomach all the damn vampires. Mm Mm-hmm. That is The Lost Boys. Correct. I used to hate, this is two different people. I used to hate the water. Can't imagine why. Jaws? Correct. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. That's Clue, one of my favorites. Correct. Uh, That'll do, pig. That'll do. Babe. Correct. I never had any friends later on like the ones I had when I was 12. Jesus, does anyone? 
Stand by me. Oh my God. I see. Yes. Uh, here's a tough one. I tell him of how I would want to die, but that the anguish and the want of death would fade like the stars at dawn and that things would be much as they are now, perhaps, except maybe I wouldn't have named our son Elvis. Oh no. It's a big one, right? I don't. You want to pass on that one? Yeah, pass. I don't have to see it, Dottie. I lived it. Uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Excellent. You maniacs, you blew it up. Ah, oh, damn you. God damn you all to hell. Um, Charlton Heston says it. It's yep. apes. There's apes. It's a planet of the apes. Correct. <laughs> Ernest Hemingway once wrote, the world is a fine place and worth fighting for. I agree with the second part. Oh my God. I know it. I know it 100%. Oh my God. I'm going to really kick myself. I agree with the second part. The world is worth fighting for. I'm going to really kick myself when I find out what it is, but I can't think of it. Pass. You want to pass? Okay. It seemed like us and it seemed like, well, our home where all parents are strong and wise and capable and all children are happy and beloved. I don't know. Maybe it was Utah. And that is time, but I'll let you do that no. one. If do you know it? No. Okay. All right. Okay. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You did extremely well. Okay. <laughs> So you can stay on. Oh, okay. Because good. you know things. I know things now. Because you know things. All right. Chrissy has gone through the gauntlet, and there were actually, Got there it. were one, two, three, four, five, five more. So we can even, you guys can team up at the end if you want. Um, okay. okay. Ocean, do you understand? Oh, and you're allowed to pass. So if you want to pass, okay. we can go to the next one, then I'll come back. Ocean, are you ready? Yes, we're ready. Here we go. And go and just like that he's gone usual suspects correct roads where we're going we don't need roads back to the future correct one thing about living in santa carla i could never stomach all the damn vampires the uh, those are the boys bad boys i don't know next pass okay. uh, this is two different people i used to hate the water i can't imagine why oh speed uh, Two. Cruise control. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. Uh, That's uh, the end of the Simpsons episode when they were doing it off to a gentleman. All right. Next. All right. Pass. That'll do, pig. That'll do. Oh, uh, babe. Correct. I never had any friends later on like the ones I had when I was 12. Jesus. Does anyone? Stand by me. Correct. This is a tough one. I tell him of how I would want to die, but that the anguish and the want of death would fade like the stars at dawn and that things would be much as they are now, perhaps, except maybe I wouldn't have named our son Elvis. Ooh, pass. Yeah. I don't have to see it, Dottie. I lived it. Pass. You maniacs, you blew it up. Aw, oh, damn you. God damn you all to hell. The planet of the apes. Correct. Ernest Hemingway once wrote, the world is a fine place and worth fighting for. I agree with the second part. Oh, my God. I know that movie. Um, oh, I know that movie. Oh, pass. I'm gonna yeah. keep going, but I know that movie. It seemed like us and it seemed like, well, our home where all parents are strong and wise and capable and all children are happy and beloved. I don't know. Maybe it was Utah. Pass. Most people are so ungrateful to be alive, but not you. Not anymore. Game over. Saw. Correct. Oops, wrong thing. Uh, I'm an average nobody. Get to live the rest of my life like a schnook. 
That's time, but I'll give you that one. Do you know what that one is? I'm a Jay Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the final scores, and we'll go back and uh, we'll do the one. Uh, Chrissy, you got how many? Do you remember? Nine. Nine. And Ocean, you got one, two, three, four, five, six. Chrissy is our winner. Congratulations. You gotta tell me what that one movie is because me and Ocean were both like, I know it, I know it. I, I will tell it. you, the, the world is a fine place and worth fighting for. I agree with I the, agree second, with the part. second part. Correct. I can um, the second part. The very yeah. last sound that you hear is a, because it goes to black as soon as he says it and there's a helicopter going off. Here, I'll do an impression. Ernest Hemingway once wrote, the world is a fine place and worth fighting for. I agree with the second part. Andy Dufresne is my friend. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, mm -hmm. but do you know what it is? It's not from Shawshank, but it's Morgan Freeman. I agree with the second part. Yeah. Oh, I know it. Is it Unforgiven? No, it's not Unforgiven. Nope. It's uh, Morgan Freeman. Uh, there's, do you want to know? Here's another, here's another line from it that's kind of hard. Seven. Seven. Oh, exactly yes. right. Seven. Oh, exactly yes. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you want to do... Oh, do you want the maybe it was Utah? Do you guys want more from that? Sure. It well, seemed like well, us. It seemed like, well, our home where all parents are strong and wise and capable and all children are happy and beloved. I don't know. Maybe it was Utah. It's a voiceover by the main actor and you're in a flash forward where he and his wife and a whole bunch of children are sitting around. It's not it's not the spinning top movie, is it? I don't know what that is. Oh, uh, no, it is not. Inception. It is not Inception. Oh, okay. It is a comedy by the Coen brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, um, 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 Raising Arizona? Raising Arizona, exactly right. Um, there were, are there other ones... The named the named Elvis named our son Elvis. Oh right, named ourselves Elvis. Um, that's just a really hard one. I don't know why I thought that'd be appropriate. That was true romance. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah. and then I should have known that one. The other, the last ones are: I'm an average nobody. Get to live my life. Give to live it, the rest of my life like a schnook. Is that nobody? The um, Bob Odenkirk movie. It is not. And if I go earlier, I'll say I can't even get decent food here. I ordered spaghetti and oh, clam yeah, sauce, yeah, yeah. and they gave um, me. Ketchup and noodles or something. G gangsters and it's yep. Ray Liotta and correct. the um, Goodfellas. Correct, it. correct. <laughs> um, last two that we didn't get to, but you guys can do them together. Uh, maybe you could come over and read. Oh, this is two different people. Maybe you could come over and read it to me tomorrow as Aww. you wish. Oh, that's my uh, favorite movie. Is it really? It is. Saw my very two? <laughs> Just yeah, kidding. Saw two. Uh, saw yes. two cruise control. Right. That's uh, <laughs> the Princess Bride. And then the last one, I'll Be Right Here. Oh, God. That is my least favorite movie. I hate it. Because it's too sad? Because it scares the sh... It scares me. Do you want to tell us what it is? Wait, you, you know you know what that was? Yeah, it's E.T., it's e. right? It is E.T., exactly right. I'll be I'll right, right here. here. That's, that E.T. was where I learned <laughs> one of the first interesting things about how to film stuff as an erstwhile director, that when you meet the main guy, the main adult that isn't in his family, you meet him because of the keys mm -hmm. on his, and like this, what Steven Spielberg did was he filmed everything from a kid's height. And I always thought that was so smart. That's a neat so way to smart. do it. Yeah. It's a great movie. I hate E.T. <laughs> Wait, you hate, you hate you the hate, alien? Why do you hate E.T.? Because he is t terrifying. He's got a telescoping bulbous head that like <laughs> pulsates. 
No, 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 no. He's not a good looking man. No. What if he was, what if he was covered in fur? Would that have helped? Does fur help generally? Yes. Like an Ewok? Yes. (laughs) I guess I was thinking like Alf, but yes, Ewoks too. Um, Yeah, he was like an Ewok? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and you didn't find it the cute and touching when he's like, was like, you know, home and then with the Reese's peanut butter. No, he turns that, white that. and dies. And <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I feel like drunk. you only watched like little snippets. <laughs> and then the speaking spell. Okay. Um, real quick, if we can just listen to me talk for a second. Hey, everybody, if you're not yet a member but would like to become one, just head over to the nextreel.com slash membership. The most it'll cost you is $5 a month. What? $5? That can't be right. It is. I just said it. Members get access to live streams as we record, early access to shows in your very own podcast feed, access to the super secret member channels and Discord, creepy member bonus episodes, and even the stickers. And if you're wondering what movies the next reel is going to be talking about in the coming weeks and months, you can also visit our HQ page on Letterboxd, where you will find a list of all the movies in the 2022 season. While you're there, Letterboxd is offering a discount. What? More money off to anyone listening to the next reel. Just use the code next reel, N-E-X-T-R-E-E-L, no spaces at checkout, and you can upgrade your dumb Letterboxd account to pro or patron with a 20% off discount. This discount also works for renewals. Don't know why I called it dumb. All right, so we are sliding into home, and that means it is time for the Rob Cabasco Memorial List Challenge. And based on the last satmat, what they gave us was best company to work for. So movies involving the best company to work for, no other information. So I think the field is wide open. <laughs> so how do we decide who goes first? Oh, is it in trailer order? No, let's it do it. In trailer order. Let's do yes. it in game order instead. Okay, it is trailer order. Okay, it got is it. in trailer order. Yes. So then I'm going to go first, and I, I just took it straight up as like if I was to work at one of these companies, I, this is absolutely where I would. I like tricks and I like pretending and I like writing mysteries and all of those kind of things and I love hiding cameras and clowns and I love keys (laughs) and I love driving taxis off of wharfs. I would want to work more than anyone for Consumer Recreational Services CRS from the movie The Game. David Fincher's The Game the company that terrorizes but then wakes up Michael Douglas uh, so instead of having a case of the jumpies he wants to have a case of the livies whatever (laughs) so mine is the game crs from the game ocean you're up next awesome well when i i agree with you that we you know as is normal with these lists we have no guidance um so when i thought of this subject i just decided to go with movies that that describe the jobs that i wanted as a child and thought that and at the time thought those would be the best companies to work for so Let's start with what let's start with what was my first and possibly last love. Last love because I would quit my job now to work for them, but that won't happen. <laughs> so, um, what was the first company that I ever wanted to work for as a young boy growing up in the South in Tennessee? Oh, the NFL. Um, I tried for years. Um, I tried for years, more years of my life than were reasonable to get there. But one day, shortly after graduating college, I saw the best movie I have ever seen focusing on the players and coaches who work in the NFL, even though the late the league is made up. And that is any given Sunday. 
Oh, I was thinking yes. Friday Night Lights. Okay. Any no, given Friday Night Lights is high school. I, I, I could do high school football. It was, it, professional. Oh, well, so of course it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, professional. Yeah, no, there was, uh, I was too, uh, uh, too small, too slow, too a lot of things. Got it. Um, but yeah, so you know, any given Sunday, uh, great, wonderful movie about, about football. And not, it's not just the sport, it's about the business of it and, you know, kind of the interplay between the coaches and the players and the owners and, you know, and what really kind of what is, to me, one of the best movie versions I've ever seen of anything dealing with life as a professional football player. Huh. So I, I, I probably watch it once every couple of years. Really? Is that your favorite yeah, Oliver I, Stone I film? You know, it probably is, although I did not think of it as, like, if you would have asked, like, if you would have asked me before, I would have said, no, I like, you know, JFK or Platoon or something better. But you know what? No, I think I would watch any given Sunday over any of them. So, yeah. Great pick. Yes, I guess it is. Thank thank you for, uh, thank you, thank you for uh, letting me learn a little bit about myself today, Tom. I'm here to serve. All right. uh, Chrissy, what you got? No steals so far. No steals. Yeah, I, I took the same approach. What would I want? Where would I want to work? What is a dream Dream scenario is where I started. Um, and I could not think of a better place uh, than where imagination is truly rewarded. Oh. Creativity and originality uh, are um, are the paramount. And uh, you find the heart of gold in the most unlikely places. Mm. I'm talking about the place that has it all. They've got it all. Mm. They've got it all on UHF. And that is where (laughs) (laughs) I haven't thought of that movie in so long. That's great. Weird Al is a, is a hero of the people. Wow. And uh, of course his character in the movie is a hero and what a place to work where you're like, I have an idea. Wheel of fish. I have an idea. (laughs) The guy who throws (laughs) turtles up and they stick on the ceiling. Yep. Uh, you have an idea, you try it, and if people like it, you succeed. And if they don't, you try something else. Um, and I, I love that movie, and I would want to work for UHF. I love it. That's a great pick. That makes me want to go back and watch. Have you ever seen Weird Al in concert? I have, and it is a tremendous experience. Both my kids, I took them for their very first concert ever to see uh, Weird Al's ill-advised vanity tour. That's the one that I saw, yeah, where he just plays his... Originals, right? Yeah, I saw that too. That's so great. (gasps) Maybe we're in the same one. Okay. Well, that's a heartwarming pick. So I'm not going to do my what was going to be my second one because it's so dark. So instead, I'm going to pick something else. Oh, you know, I have spent some time in the service industry. And I always thought being maybe like a concierge would be interesting. But if I was to be a concierge, I'd want to be in an interesting sort of infamous kind of hotel instead of just sort of like a, a Hampton Inn. Um, and then maybe someone would come in and I'd have to like watch their dog for them while they go on a murder spree. <laughs> I am talking about the Continental from the John Wick series. <laughs> I want to work at that hotel because then there's like a whole room with just shotguns. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, great pick. Great uh, so, pick. I'm so mad you. that's not a steal because that's... A- Outstanding. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, all right, Ocean. Yeah, no, it, that was a great pick, and uh, Lance Reddick was really cool in that movie. Mm-hmm. Being the concierge, that was great. All right. He was a good okay. dog. Okay, go ahead. All right, so, so now we've covered what I wanted to do in elementary school. Moving on to later in my life, oh. as I'm gra- as I am graduating high school mm-hmm. ag- again, again in Tennessee, which you know 
didn't mean to brag. But, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so as I'm moving on to uh, high school and moving on to college, I realized I was too short, fat, and slow to play football at a high collegiate level. So one day in a theater, I'm contemplating what I would do with the rest of my life, and I'm watching. I watched an amazing movie that gave me a direction. Oh. This movie had so many things that were foreign to me growing up in Tennessee. Uh, first off, there was some bank robbery. Uh, not something I expected to show me the path, but then there was so much more. There was playing football on a beach, which I liked. There was skydiving. Oh. And surfing. Lots and lots of surfing. Now, you might think that I decided then and there to move from the South, come out to the West Coast and become a surfer. And I tell you, that did not happen. I wanted to work for the company and have the job of the movie star. I was no Bodie. I was Johnny Utah all the way. And as such, I decided to be an FBI agent. <laughs> Oh my god! The movie is Point Break, uh, so which, which I which again is another movie I love, love, love. See it probably once about once every couple of years or so. Mm -hmm. Watch it over and over again. My wife and I actually quote it to each other all the time randomly. So yeah, it's, it's a great movie. A lot I of was, running. I'm in your starring, uh, so thrilled that you've both chosen Keanu Reeves because he's my favorite, and I'm ashamed that I have chosen really? nothing with him. And you have both chosen like his some of his finest vehicles. So I'm just so yeah. happy to be here once again. Yes. Yeah. Here to serve. <laughs> here to serve. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And only watch the original Point Break. We started to watch the remake. It hurt. That, that, that hurt. That hurt a little bit. No, okay. That, no, no. Just stay with the, stay with the Keanu Reeves, uh, Keanu Reeves version. What? Reeves, Why yeah. go anywhere else when you could go someplace where Keanu Reeves is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze. I cannot believe I was blanking on his name. Yep. <laughs> the Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze version mm -hmm. with, with with Gary Busey being Gary Busey. <laughs> Chrissy, you are up. Okay, so we've established I like cozy. I like small British villages. If yep. you had to choose a place to like, you know, be a small business owner and uh, entrepreneur, I would want to be in the village of Hogsmeade and I would want to work at Honey Dukes. So my choice is Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. What is I'm notoriously not as familiar with that land. What is Honey Dukes? It is a candy store. It's just oh, a, a really oh. delightful candy store. And they have they have like a shoppable version of it in both the Orlando and I've been in it uh, then. Yeah. And it's just it's so cute. It's full of candy. It's full of like sugar and sweets and fun. Um, and I, I think you would just be so happy every day selling candy. <laughs> Can I tell you a really quick story that I think I've told 900 times on this podcast, but I'll make it really quick just in case. I love Universal Studios Hollywood. Um, and even though I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan, I love the, that world and going and walking through yeah. uh, the wand store. Mm -hmm. where they just have the bookcases with all the wands sort of stacked up. Olivanders. I'll take it. Um, I was in there just sort of looking around and I saw someone that worked there and what she was doing, all of the wands had been like pushed against the wall. She was arranging them so they looked less symmetrical. They were sort of sticking. And I went up and asked her, I was like, is that your job to make it look more like haphazard she's like yeah because if they are all like lined up then it doesn't look as cool i just right. think it's what an interesting aesthetic to make it messy and that's what makes it work i i like that i'm trying to make that into some sort of a metaphor for my life because my apartment anyways uh <laughs> great pick honey dukes what is another if you had to pick the second store or tavern what would it be 
Uh, the Weasley's Wizard Wheezes, which is a joke shop that's eventually it, Got but it. that's in that's in Diagon Alley, so it's slightly different. I would I would want to live in Hogsmeade. Understandable. Okay. Uh, then it's my turn and my number one. Let's see. Do I want to go cute or do I want to go dark? You pick. Go, go dark. Go dark. Mine's dark. dark. Mine's dark. Oh, go dark. All right. So yeah. I'll go dark. Yeah, we're all going dark. Um, as I said before, like with CRS, I like games and I like puzzles. And I personally like, uh, in real life, I like escape rooms. Unfortunately, these escape rooms kill you. <laughs> oh, well, I would work <laughs> and I think I would. I would just I would do I would do design all the stuff and then leave. I'd severance myself before it got to the point where they actually die. But I would work for Minos, the Minos Corporation in the weirdly beloved by me two episode or two movies, the escape room and the escape room tournament of champions, which I have an unconditional love for and they are straight up not good and i love them so much that's my any given sunday so the minos corporation from escape room what no steals no of course I not I'm you, the old, i thought you almost had mine I i'm the only person mine. that has seen those movies so. but at least i saw them in the theater so alone all right yeah minos escape room okay i saw the first one i liked it did I, you I just haven't seen the second one yet yeah yeah no i, I enjoyed the it. second one is pretty dope yeah uh, all right. Okay. Uh, Ocean. Oh, so I, you said I was close to yours, uh, Christy. Now I'm excited. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah, that's right. I am last. Okay. So <clears throat> moving on into the, oh. let's just say it's the, 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 the growing the salad years. Yep. <laughs> of, of, of Ocean. Yes. Uh, now that I am an adult, uh, one lesson that I have learned is that if you really want to make money, you should work in the money business. <laughs> I like math and I love Excel. I'll make a spreadsheet for anything. <laughs> and, and that, and as I get older, I can question some of my moral and ethical leanings. Oh. Um, and this led me to think that I would love to work for Gecko and Company. Oh, a nice. Place where, a place where greed is good. And I can find out how poor I am now by making a little money. And then that, the movie is Wall Street. Nice. That's great. So, Did you so, ever see yeah, the, the uh, Money Never Sleeps? I never saw the sequel. Absolutely not. I, 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 you don't want to touch it. It was one of those things of where I saw Wall Street. I, I love Wall Street. And yeah. that's, I didn't even realize I picked two Oliver Stone movies. I should have picked the third now that I think about it. Uh, so, but yeah, so uh, I, I, really, I really enjoyed Wall Street. And so, and I liked kind of what the premise was, what they set it up. I mean, yeah, the bad guys don't quite win in the end, which, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of bad guys winning in the end. Um, but, hmm. uh, you know, I just thought it was a really well done movie. And then the first time I saw the trailer for, the ne for Money Never Sleeps, I said, you know, this is going to potentially wreck what I already think is great. So I just said, I'm just going to skip that. Sure. And, you know, if, if everyone says it's really super amazing, then I'll check it out. But but nobody said that, no. so I'm good. Yep. The money went right to sleep. Okay. Yeah. Excellent, <laughs> excellent picks. And now, Chrissy. Yeah, my my third choice was um, the, the, the first thing I thought of, ironically, when I was like, not ironically, but I was like, no, you should think of something that would be happy where you'd want to go. But I would be happy, I feel, and I would want to work at a place where uh, you know you know the hidden secrets behind everything, Ooh, yep. and you get to like play in the lore and the archetypes and know um, know what role everything is. So I would want to work for the facility 
in the cabin in the woods. Oh, wow! Oh, wow. Outstanding pick! Yeah, and you know, the, for sometimes you're just riding around a little cart with Bradley Whitford, and, and then, but yep. then sometimes you're, like, I really like the job of, of, like, everybody who works there gets to get in on the bets of, like, who's going to get chosen this time, but yep. I think there are probably plenty of fun, uh, low-key, low-impact jobs around there that would be great to have. Tequila is my lady. I love <laughs> that movie. And I will go and just watch the last 15 minutes every once in a while. Not yeah. that I don't like the first part, but the first part is so brutal. Uh, that that's, I mean, that is great. That, that you didn't steal from me, but I'm going to give you credit for a steal because I love it so much. <laughs> so I'm completely breaking the rules and I don't know how this whole spreadsheet works anyways. Ocean, you should be on it. Excellent work, you guys. We really listed the heck out of each other. Now, speaking of lists, we should come up with the list for next week. Well, well I guess before you, before we do that, though, did you have any backup options? Because I, oh, I had zero. You're right. So, I'm sorry. Yeah. You do have one? I do, yeah. Go for it. Um, well, you know, in the interest of being a small business owner, but someone who's also like low key into mystery solving, I would want to um, <laughs> possibly work in the world of Ace Ventura Pet Detective. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. you're a pet detective and Ocean is in the FBI. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys ever going to have a crossover? Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll argue about jurisdiction first. Yeah. My, <laughs> yeah, yeah. my two backups were I want to be on the team of Ocean's Eleven because oh, uh, yeah. I desperately want Rusty to like me. And then I want to be on the team of Now You See Me's. I don't know what they're called, but all the magicians yeah. and making things fly around and stuff. I want to be the guy that throws cards and everyone's like, wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Did you see um, those cards? Yeah. He threw them. <laughs> they were in his hand and now they're over there. Because everyone's just like so amazed by cards. Um, okay. Excellent. 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 So yeah. Do we have any ideas of what we should punish next week's people with? What did we what have we talked about? We talked about warring superheroes. We talked about mysteries. We did. Yes, we. Uh, I'm. A, I think you look to see who is next week. Oh, it's uh, Kyle. Well, I say, yeah, and Chrissy. Oh, oh, Chrissy, you're yeah, picking yeah. for yourself. Well, so yeah, maybe well, I yeah, won't no, pick. Yeah. So you guys, yeah, pick she has then. to be. She has to be sequestered. Yeah. She, can't, she can't put her thumb on the scale because then she'll be like, she'll be like, well, I can think of five movies hmm. with this list. I'm good. Movies Point. about cozy British mystery solving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what about least cozy places? What if oh, we no. hit him with the opposite? <laughs> least cozy places. Well, <laughs> or I, most uncomfortable places. Most, most, most comfortable places. Well, we, I, we already I, named Cabin in the Room, Cabin That's in the good. Woods, exactly. and yeah, Escape Room. Yeah. We could do like, you know, movies with split personalities. Oh. Or, because uh, like, where does that come from? You could do with Severance, where you have like, you basically, basically a Severance, you're, you're, you're being, you've been given split personalities. Uh, you have two different personalities or two different things or something where there's two of them. I love it. So, like, something with, Two of you know, like that, that are either unaware of each other or vastly different from each other, and you know you can't use two face. I don't know. Yeah, like, let's say so. Something, let's say split personalities. I love that. Do you want to say movies with split personalities? Yeah, Does it I think have to be a, like a clinically diagnosable multiple personality disorder, well, or just like you have one face you show the world? I would, I would keep I would, it open. I, yeah, I keep it open. Also, I'd argue if you say movies with split personalities, you can decide if it's the movie or the person. 
or a character oh. or an idea. Like if you say movies with the personality, it kind of leaves you open to decide what is the split personality mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it a comedy? Okay. Is it a drama? Interesting. I love or, it. Or, or whatever. You could do something like this. So I wrote in movies with split personalities per in the movie or a character. Does that work? I love that okay. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, I don't good. have any ideas. And so. Carl and Mandy, she's just saying that now. I, I see her list. She has like eight movies already queued up yeah. and ready to go. Yeah. 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 You guys have no chance <laughs> at winning this game. <laughs> uh, would you like to. We're signing off. So, uh, Chrissy, would you do you have any upcoming shows? Or things other than um, yeah. just the, the most excellent 80s movies podcast is a podcast where uh, myself, a comedian, and my uh, filmmaker co host Nathan Blackwell of Squishy Studios uh, talk about the 80s movies we love or might have missed to see if we feel like they hold up. Uh, we just did Conan the Barbarian, Ooh, uh, okay, and Labyrinth, and uh, we haven't I, we don't have a theme or anything for our next upcoming pick, so we'll see. I love it. I've never seen Labyrinth. Is that a, like a crime? Ooh, apparently yeah, by your yes. face, that is a crime. <laughs> yes. That is apparently a war crime. Okay, good. Oh, yes. uh, Ocean, how about you? Uh, well, coming up next month for the film board, assuming that the movie does not get moved because movies get moved a lot, we are going to be uh, uh, discussing Morbius. Oh, that's right. And yeah. because it keeps getting moved. That's right. I remember talking yes, about that. Yes, it keeps that. getting moved. Yes, it's, I, yes, I have announced it now three times that we're going to discuss this movie. <laughs> and it keeps getting moved. So so maybe it, it'll get moved again. We can just continually chase it. Like, we're going to have a show one oh, day. that's fun. So maybe maybe in April of 2024, we will discuss Morbius. And between now and then, we'll, we'll discuss something else. Uh, and for me, Uncle Pete and I will be back with uh, What's That Smell? A sometimes funny podcast about humans and their anxieties at some point. Uh, I promised that I was going to write a trailer for next season, and that was weeks ago. <laughs> so I have been busy. So either way, um, I will get on that. And thank you guys so much. Chrissy, it is an absolute pleasure to meet you. You are a delight. Yay! Ocean, better luck next time. All right, guys. We- <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> thank you, everybody. You have been sat matted. I really got to come up with a closing. <laughs> That's awesome. That's better than anything. You've been yeah. sat matted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm say that at the end of every podcast I'm on. <laughs> I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, 
or the Two Faces of January. Or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mamba. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. Today. 